Welcome to the Inner Source Healing Podcast, the program about healing from toxic abuse. My name is Deborah Ashway. I'm a mental health therapist and a licensed clinical addiction specialist, but I have also been where you are now and have experienced the devastating effects of toxic abuse. It has been a long journey through the path of healing. When we finally awaken from the trance that we so easily fall into around toxic people, life can be absolutely amazing. It's like you can finally breathe and live and experience life in full, vivid, extraordinary color. And I want to help you get there by healing from dependency, codependency, trauma, and abuse. The healing process brings us through long-standing perceptions that hold us back from experiencing a more fulfilling and meaningful life. How do you stop a narcissist from stealing your energy? This episode is about the defense against the energy vampire. Being around a toxic person is exhausting. Do you know why you end up feeling drained with them most of the time? If you're with somebody like this, or if you live with a narcissist, you probably feel pretty drained and pretty tired most of the time. I mean, sure, there's exhilarating moments, but those are fleeting and they can actually zap even more of your energy overall. I like to focus on energy because that is the core of everything. There is nothing in this universe that is not made up of energy. Even solid matter is a form of energy, just slowed down to the point of stillness. But the molecules made up of atoms, which are made up of protons and neutrons and electrons, they're bonded together through energy. So at a cellular level, we are made up of proteins, which are elements, which are molecules or bonds of atoms. So we are obviously energy ourselves. And if everything is energy, then energy has to be fairly important. But there is more to us as human beings than atoms, molecules, proteins, and cells. We have energy working through us in all kinds of ways. We are energy. We are manifestations of living energy. For example, we have thoughts which reside in the conscious mind. We have memories, emotions, and impressions that are stored in the subconscious mind, which is sometimes emerge into the conscious mind. We have the ego, which makes up our sense of self, at least in the human form. And we have the soul, which is much harder to measure or explain, but it is our true nature. The soul is our true nature. And this is what philosophers such as Carl Jung speculate is connected to something greater than our individual bodies, maybe to each other, maybe to something beyond that. But when we're sucked into the world of toxic people, That is, people that are so disconnected from who they are at their core that in order for their ego to survive, they require the energy of others. We can ourselves become disconnected from our true selves. The energy vampires or anyone with the cluster B personality disorders that needs to feed the ego through the energy of others, feed off of your energy. They need your attention, your admiration. They need to control you and have power over you to make them feel alive, to give them a sense of self. Without that, they are depleted. Their energy no longer comes from within because they've turned that outward. They're disconnected from that energy within. 
from that core source of energy that they were born with, or a connection to something greater. Something greater can be anything from a group of people to nature to the planet or to the universe, or depending on your spiritual beliefs, a divine being. When someone is disconnected from that, they get their energy from external sources, including you. They need achievements to prove that they're good enough. They need money to have a sense of status, power, and control. They focus on their physique to obtain attention or sexual dominance. These things are external and will only provide feelings. These things are external and will only provide feeling moments of satisfaction. It's like a drug. The high goes away and then they return for more. Only just like drugs, the external things lose their effect. They decrease in their ability to provide that high. And then they need more and more just to feel normal. Being around toxic people who have already disconnected is draining your energy for this very reason. They can never get enough. They are depleting you. Here's some signs that you are at risk of losing your energy and disconnecting from your own sense of self or your own core. The most obvious sign that you're disconnecting is your energy level. When you're drained or have no energy to do the things that need to get done or the things that you used to enjoy, then you need to look at your environment. Who is in your daily life that might be a drain on your energy? If you go to the ocean and really pay attention to the power of it, the energy of the waves, the vastness, or if you climb a mountain and look over the earth, or if you look up at the stars at night and have a sense of wonder and amazement, that is the feeling of connection. Treasure those moments. Those moments are the ones that will help you heal. Those are the ones that will bring you back to your true self. If you find yourself in any moment such as these without that sense of awe and wonder, without really noticing the vastness or being able to sense the energy, that's when you're at risk of being disconnected. Let that be a wake-up call for you. It feels like your passion has been sucked out of you. Toxic people drain your energy, which blocks you from your truest self. They alter your sense of self and they muddle your life experience. And the more energy you give them, the less you have for yourself. You gradually become disconnected from the deepest part of who you are. Remember that the thing that makes toxic people toxic is lack of empathy. Lack of empathy makes demands on other people. So on the contrary, empathy checks in with people. Empathy is a genuine concern about human beings. Empathy provides a place where you can feel safe, admit your faults, express your needs or concerns or feelings. We as humans need to know that we are cared about, that we're loved. When we don't feel cared for and when we don't feel loved, we feel alone. This can be frightening. Humans need each other. Fear breeds greed because we feel like we need to grab onto what we can out of desperation, when we can. And it also breeds disconnection, a lack of trust. Relationships break down. 
the focus of energy shifts to false facades in order to hide the vulnerability and sense of lack that feels like it is lurking just beneath the surface. Narcissists want to keep you dependent on them, keep you feeding their supply, so they constantly alter your perception of reality. They convince you that you cannot trust your own experiences, only theirs. They make you believe that you can't remember things or that you misinterpret things and need their guidance. Over time, you begin to rely on them for even the simplest of decisions. You begin to forget who you were. Do you like who you are? Do you even know who you are? When was the last time you felt like yourself? Or that you could be your truest self? What are your goals? Are you working toward your goals? If you want something out of life, or if you have a goal that you want to reach, or if you want to overcome negativity, or if you want to overcome negative habits, then it will take some work. But you can do this. Here's how to begin rebuilding your energy and stopping the drain of the narcissist. First, you will have to actively spend more time with yourself, by yourself, working on you, than you have been devoting to the narcissist. There are a lot of hurdles to overcome. The negativity projected by narcissists becomes internalized until you begin thinking that their negative words are your own thoughts. Your inner dialogue develops into negative self-talk. Pay attention to the negative self-talk. Question it. Where did it come from? Really look into that and explore it. Keep a journal of the negative cognitions and replace them with positive cognitions. Even if you don't believe it at first, it's okay. Right now we're in the rebuilding phase. So right now nothing has to be set in stone. It takes courage to start over. Remember that. Assess the damage and rebuild. Step into your fear. What is it that you fear the most? Is it anger? Is it the negative consequences of the narcissist? Whenever you draw a boundary or define yourself or a certain independent thought or feeling, that is like a dagger to the narcissist. They don't want you to be independent because they won't be able to control you. Being independent means that you don't follow their lead. You don't take their path. You make your own. Well, making your own path takes courage and it takes trust. So as you begin to rebuild from the inside out and truly go back to who you were meant to be, who you were born to be, you will start to experience things from your own perspective rather than from what you had been conditioned to feel and think, which is see things from the narcissist's perspective. You'll wonder how you missed all of these obvious things. Instead, you'll begin to see things differently and wonder if they had been there the whole time. Thank you for listening to the Inner Source Healing Podcast. It is important to give yourself the self-compassion that you deserve and remember that your feelings matter. If you want more information or want to contact me, please visit my website at www.innersourcetherapy.com.